Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. episode is airing on Tuesday, April 7th, 2020. Hello everyone, it's Shannon and I am here to talk with you of course about this week's new releases. But before I can do that, I also have some sad news to share with all of you. Um, let's get the housekeeping information out of the way first and then we'll have a bit of a sad discussion before we talk about books. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You can always post just on the Book Bistro timeline. Some of you have done that. I'm always so happy to see when you've published posts there. You can join our Facebook listener group where you can chat with us as well as with other podcast listeners. You can keep an eye on some of what we're reading. We usually update you each Wednesday with a look at our current reads. If you'd like to get a hold of us and social media is not really your thing, you can email us. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. All right. So this evening, before I sat down to record this episode, I was browsing through Facebook, as I sometimes do, and I saw an article that made me super sad. It seems that Canadian author Jean Little passed away at the age of 88. And this is an author that a lot of people may not have read. Um, I read her for the first time when I was in the third grade. So she wrote middle grade books, basically. And I think she wrote some other um, like picture books for young readers as well. Um, but her kind of claim to fame was writing in a positive way about kids who lived with disabilities and helping us to understand that we didn't have to be cured, you know, that we didn't have to live life waiting to be fixed, that people could love us, appreciate us, that we could do the things that we wanted to do in spite of our disabilities. And for many of us, that's not what we usually heard from people. We were either like so amazing because we could, you know, tie our shoes or people had incredibly low expectations. And so even as a young child, I found it super refreshing to read books about kids who managed to lead happy, normal lives um, because of their disabilities and that it wasn't something that you're like, wow, you know, you can do this even though you're blind or, wow, I didn't think, you know, you could do that because you have CP. It's all about like the things that you learn about yourself. And she just told those stories with so much empathy and grace. And it's something that so many of us needed to see in books. We talk a lot these days about representation and needing to see yourself in the books that you read. Not always, but, you know, sometimes. We don't always read books about people like ourselves, but it's nice to have the opportunity to do that from time to time, especially in early childhood. And that is the opportunity that Jean Little gave to me. And she will always have a special place in my heart for that. 
Um, I loved so many of her books. Unfortunately, many of them are out of print now. And so if you're looking for them um, for nostalgia's sake or if they're things that you would like, you know, to read to your own kids, I don't know how easy they would be to find. Um, but if you can find them, I highly recommend them. Um, they're a little, you know, dated in terms of technology. Like you're not going to read so much about like the internet and, you know, other sort of high tech things. But so many of the lessons that her characters learn are still relevant to kids today. And I think they're lessons that we all need to learn, whether we're children or adults. She also wrote two um, autobiographies, one geared more toward children, and that one is called Little by Little, and one about her adult life called The Stars Come Out Within, and they're both just spectacular. So I'm feeling a little adrift tonight as I sit here and talk to you about this. It's one of those things where, you know, she's not someone that I read now as an adult, but she's someone that it's just always sort of nice to know that she's out there in the world and now she's not. And in the case of a person like her and we're dealing with so much sadness because of COVID-19, um, it was just an added blow that I received this evening. Um, and I just feel, I don't know, a little, a little heavier, um, as the twins would say, in my heart and soul. She is an amazing author. I heard her speak in the early 90s. I can't remember if it was 1990 or 1991. Um, and it was just an excellent experience. It was the first author event I ever attended. And it just, I don't know, it was meaningful to me in a way that I can't really explain. So I extend warm thoughts and certainly my condolences to everyone who loves Jean Little and who will feel her loss. But now let's talk about new books because there are always new books to talk about. And in times when we are feeling sad or feeling stressed, I think books have a remarkable power to bring healing and comfort. So let's talk about some. As always, this is not a comprehensive list. This is a list of books that either I'm excited about, my co-hostesses are excited about, or things that I thought would just generally appeal to the listenership of the podcast. If you are looking for something else, if you're really excited about something and I haven't mentioned it, please let me know. The more feedback I get from all of you, the easier it is for me to curate these lists and give you information about the things that you are looking to hear about. So the first several books are books that we've mentioned before on our Most Anticipated Books of April episode. So you can return to that episode if you're looking for more information. So first up is a book that I read a couple of weeks ago, and this is The Book of Lost Friends by Lisa Wingate. And she's an inspirational author. I love her writing so much. This uh, takes place in 1875 as well as 1987. And it's just a remarkable read. Natalia mentioned this um, in a previous episode. Also, Afterlife by Julia Alvarez. This is another book that Natalia mentioned and one that I am super excited about as well. Um, Kristen talked about the um, 
Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by Grady Hendrix, which looks like a fun horror novel. Um, Stacy talked about The German Heiress by Anika Scott, so that's out this week. And I am super stoked about Conjure Women by Afia Atacora and The Age of Witches by Louisa Morgan. Um, both of these are historical novels. So those are the things that we've talked about in the past. But what about books that we haven't talked about yet? So this next book I'm really excited about. This is called The Subtweet, and it's by Vivek Shreya. It is the story of two women, both musicians, and this kind of tumultuous relationship that they have. They're very close friends, and then something happens because of a social media exchange, and this kind of like ruins their relationship. Um, I love books about female friendship, especially when we kind of see how the stresses and pressures of modern life affect women. So I'm definitely looking forward to reading this, and it is The Subtweet. The author is Vivek Shreya. Next up is a debut mystery. This is called The Silent Treatment. It's by Abby Greaves, and this book has gotten a ton of positive early buzz. It's about a couple who have been married for a while. They live together, they sleep together, but they haven't spoken in six months. The husband is angry about something. No one knows what. And so this book is sort of unraveling the secrets um, that exist in their relationship and what has caused this giant rift between them. So this is The Silent Treatment, and it is by Abby Greaves. We also have um, a historical novel. This is called A Tender Thing. The author is Emily Neuberger, and it is set in the 1950s with a focus on Broadway. And that's pretty much all I needed to know because I love books about the stage. I love books about Hollywood. Um, anything that's like, you know, kind of the early days of like show business makes me happy. So I'm really excited for this one as well. This is A Tender Thing, and it's by Emily Neuberger. If you love young adult fantasy... I have something exciting to tell you. This is Awaken the Magic, and it's the third book in the Legacy of Orisha trilogy by Tomi Adeyemi. The first book um, is Children of Blood and Bone, followed by Children of Virtue and Vengeance. And these are books that have been on my TBR pile for a while. I really want to read them, especially now that I think this is the final book in the series, so I can just kind of dive in and stay with the series for a while, and that will be delightful. So this is dark, um, Nigerian-inspired young adult fantasy. And again, this week's book is Awaken the Magic, Legacy of Orisha, book three, and it's by Tomi Adeyemi. And another kind of young adult um, sci-fi slash fantasy romance this one is Bonds of Brass, and it's by Emily Skretsky, and it's about a pilot who is in love with his best friend, who happens to be the heir to this, this empire, and nobody's really in favor of this relationship, um, so it's kind of like a space opera with some fantasy elements and like a, 
romance between two young men. Um, I can definitely get behind this. <laughs> so once again, it is um, Bonds of Brass, and it is by Emily Skretsky. It's the first book in the Bloodright trilogy. So I want to move again to some historical stuff. This is The Queen of Paris, a novel of Coco Chanel. It's by Pamela Binnings Ewan, and this is an author that I've never heard of. Um, I've also never read a book that focuses on Coco Chanel. I've seen her as a side character in a few different novels, but I'm really excited just to like dive into her story. So this, once again, is The Queen of Paris, a novel of Coco Chanel, and it is by Pamela Binnings Ewan. And how about a historical mystery? This one is Who Speaks for the Damned? This is the 15th, and I believe the final installment in the Sebastian St. Cyr series by C.S. Harris. And I read the first book in this series when we did an episode that focuses or focused on historical mysteries, and I really enjoyed it. I haven't gone further, but that's more just because I've had a lot of things to read and just haven't, like, carved out the time to progress in the series. Um, the writing is fantastic. I really liked the main character as well as the cast of supporting characters. So if you are more current with the series, you are probably looking forward to this book. This one is Who Speaks for the Damned? Sebastian St. Cyr, number 15, and it's by C.S. Harris. We have another historical mystery. This one is Three Hours in Paris, and it's by Kara Black. And it's kind of a reimagining of history. So Hitler spent three hours in Paris in 1940, but no one knows why. Um, he came there, stayed for three hours, and left, and apparently never came back. So the author has reimagined those three hours and put forth a theory about what she thinks happened. And I'm not sure how like historically accurate this is supposed to be. I'm not sure like how she came up with this idea. Um, hopefully there will be some notes at the end that kind of let readers know how much of this is a theory that she kind of invented and how much of it is based on some sort of historical fact. But it's something that I want to check out um, because I'm interested in World War II and kind of how all this diabolical stuff came to pass. So this one is Three Hours in Paris and it is by Kara Black. And let's go back here to some contemporary. This is Hidden Salem. It is a Bishop Special Crimes Unit novel by Kay Hooper. It's called Hidden Salem. Um, I have read a few of the Kay Hooper books, mostly the ones that she wrote in the late 90s and early 2000s. I picked up a more recent one a few years ago and liked it, but did not connect with it in the same way that I connected with them previously. But these are kind of romantic suspense novels about um, a special unit of the FBI where the investigators have some sort of psychic gift. So this is Hidden Salem. And again, it is a Bishop Special Crimes Unit novel by Kay Hooper. And would we like a gothic novel? I think a number of us would. This one is The Ancestor 
by Danielle Trasoni. It is about family secrets, obsession, um, a spooky old house. It's pretty much everything that I love when I'm in a gothic mood, kind of reminiscent of like Victoria Holt or Phyllis Whitney. I am super excited. I've heard great things about this book. I would like to read it right now. So this again is The Ancestor and the author is Danielle Trasoni. And a psychological thriller is next. This one is something she's not telling us. The author is Darcy Bell. You will remember her name if you have read or even seen the movie A Simple Favor. This is one that I haven't read. Um, I think Natalia read it and wasn't super impressed with it um, about like, best friends. And one of them is keeping, I guess, kind of a yucky secret. But this one is something she's not telling us, and I don't know a ton about it. I've read some reviews where people say the less you know about the plot, kind of the better off you are. And when it comes to thrillers, I tend to abide by that because sometimes you can find spoilers without looking very hard, and I'm not a fan of that. So this one is something she's not telling us, and it is by Darcy Bell. Um... And let's see, there's a lot of like great things coming out that I, I just can't decide like what I want to talk about. So Dorinda Jones is coming out with a new book. This is the first book in a new series for her. The book is called A Bad Day for Sunshine and it is the Sunshine Vikram series. This looks to be a cozy mystery series. I don't see any elements of the paranormal here, although I wouldn't be surprised given the success of her Charlie Davidson series. Um, Sarah and Natalia both really enjoy the Charlie Davidson books. I have not read them. Um, I started the first one and wasn't super impressed, but sometimes that's just my mood and I don't always like kind of the lighter urban fantasy. But I do want to try it again because I've heard great things. Um, and I might pick up this one as well because mysteries are my thing even if I'm not always drawn to cozies. So this one again is A Bad Day for Sunshine. Sunshine Vikram Book 1 and it's by Dorinda Jones. Brenda Novak. A few of us here on Book Bistro really enjoy her. Stacy, Natalia, um, I think Kristen might have read one or two of her books, but this one is One Perfect Summer, and it's a standalone novel. It's about a woman who discovers that she has two half-sisters that she never knew, and this causes, as you might imagine, a great amount of turmoil for her. So I'm looking forward to this. I think Brenda Novak writes family relationships really well, so I'm excited. Once again, that one is One Perfect Summer, and it's by Brenda Novak. Mm, more young adult. Samira Ahmed is coming out with a new book I loved internment last year. And this new one is called Mad, Bad, and Dangerous to Know. And it is young adult contemporary fiction. Um, own voices young adult contemporary fiction. Which is excellent. But she is such a, a gifted writer. Um, internment was very dark a little bit dystopian um, and so moving and I'm just really looking forward to seeing what she has come up with next. So this one is Mad, Bad, and Dangerous to Know and the author is Samira Ahmed.
Um, I'm also really excited about Rules for Being a Girl. This is a novel co-written by Candice Bushnell and Katie Catino. And it is similar to like My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell in that it's about a young girl who becomes involved with her English teacher and how as girls and women we have been taught for a long time just to kind of sit down, be quiet, be nice, be meek, be mild. And these are the rules that can so often lead us into trouble. So this is Rules for Being a Girl and it's by Candace Bushnell and Katie Catino. I'm also looking forward to a historical novel set in the 1600s. This is Sin Eater by Megan Campisi. And it's it looks a little bit um, paranormal, but I'm not positive. It's about a young woman who is accused of a crime and as a result um, is made to be what's called a sin eater. And I don't fully understand what that is. I suppose, you know, I'll have to read the book to find out. But it looks very intense, and I love um, history. Like, you know, the 1600s is really fascinating to me. It's a time that we don't always learn a lot about in school. So I'm always happy to see a book that's set, you know, far back like that so that I can really learn about some things that I don't know a lot about, even if it's couched in kind of a, like, fictional or fantastical setting. So this one is Sin Eater, and it is by Megan Campisi. And I want to talk about Chosen Ones by Veronica Roth. So this is a book that I'm actually currently reading, and it is her first novel for adults. Veronica Roth wrote Divergent back in the day, and she also uh, wrote another series. I think the first book is called Car of the Mark. I've read Divergent, but have not read Car of the Mark. But Chosen Ones is such a joy. It is about these five teenagers who saved the world 10 years before the book starts. They defeated this like dark and deadly force and they kind of say, as I said, saved the world. They went on to live their lives, but no one ever forgot what they did. Unfortunately, 10 years later, these people are now in their 20s and some bad things start happening. Um, and it looks like maybe this force that they defeated wasn't really gone after all and so now they are once again sort of tasked with saving the world um this is just a, a page turning novel um i love the main character she's flawed but really relatable um it kind of reminds me of like what if voldemort came back in harry potter you know how would people cope um, so if you are interested and if you've loved Veronica Roth in the past, but you're looking for something that's a little bit more grown up, I highly recommend it. This is Chosen Ones, and it's by Veronica Roth. Karen Tanabe has a new book out this week, and it is called A Hundred Sons. It takes place in 1930s Vietnam, and I am so, so ready for this. I don't know a lot about it. It's about a woman who comes to Vietnam with her husband gets kind of swept up in this friendship with some other expats and I guess this leads to something bad. I've heard marvelous things about Tanabe's writing and this is something that I am really eager to get my hands on. So once again it is A Hundred Sons and it is by Karen Tanabe. 
Lastly, I want to talk about Somebody Told Me by Maya Siegert. And this is a young adult novel about trauma, about identity, and survival. So it looks very dark, very intense, probably something that you want to read if you're in like a good emotional space. Maybe if you're feeling vulnerable, um, this would not be the book for you. But I love raw, like young adult contemporary novels. So I will definitely be picking this up. Once again, it's Somebody Told Me, and it's by Maya Siegert. All right, so there are a lot of books coming out this week, and I just could not tell you about all of them. But what I gave was hopefully a decent sampling, and I hope you're able to find some things to put on your ever-expanding TBR pile. Um, I hope you all are staying healthy and safe. If you would like to let us know your thoughts, you can do that by leaving us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform you use to access the show. And not only does it allow us to see your feedback, but it also helps other book lovers to find us, which is a great thing. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with more bookish fabulousness. And some number of us will be back on Friday with more discussion of great books. Take care, everybody.